oh hey this also i kind of want to get a uh little big daddy 3d print dude i kind of want like a yeah with like color and stuff if it's possible if you care to if not like i know that's like the i know you don't have shit to do you got nothing on your plate but i kind of want to get one because i think it'd be pretty cool and i really think that bioshock is kind of a like a big fucking game thing i don't know i'm gonna look on etsy what do, what do you mean? So, like, I kind of want, like, how Kerrigan's painted and stuff. I kind of want to yeah. do, like, a big daddy. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. You want, you want the figure Big Daddy 3D printed. Yep. I accidentally I typed understand. Big Daddy doll, and that's not, that was the suggested, and that ain't it. Three, two, one. I don't know why that even showed up. You know, I er, early, early when we were first talking about this and I had less on my plate or I was ignoring all the stuff on my plate. I was thinking about making and sending you something for every game we talk about. Oh, geez, dude. That'd and be, then I, and, that's and crazy, then I, but cool. And no, you and don't, I re- don't you do that. And then I realized like, hey, that's going to be hard. Um, I was going to I was going to make the Wind Waker baton. I was going to send you a scarab from Aladdin. Look at this crazy um, link. The- I was going to send you a dead kid for Limbo. Yes, send me a dead kid. <laughs> Which one would it be if you had to pick? Don't answer that. I think that's a bad thing to answer. All of them. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, just I think people really like video games and they want painted shit that's not because if you there is no like official licensed big daddy oh, figurine. Cool. Really? That's surprising. Maybe. Bioshock, big, big daddy, daddy. Okay, so there's like an ugly one on Amazon for thirty dollars. What, what are they? What are they? What are, what's what's Big Daddy called? It's like Momo. What what's the what's the name of it? Mr. Like it Bubbles is what the girl Bubbles. calls him, but that's her yeah. cute name. It's Big Daddy is the name of it. Yeah, but I think when you like when it, when you the cursor goes over it, it doesn't say Big Daddy. I think it says Bubbles and Rosie and. Oh yeah, okay, Rosie because they carry a rivet gun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but their 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 Big Daddy is the classification, and then there's sub versions of it. Big Daddy is what they are, but there's like Rosie is one of them. There's a bouncer too, but yeah. they're called Big. Da- they're all like we're humans. They're Big Daddies. Trust me. Okay. I I love googling it. I love. <laughs> did you see that I put the word Daddy in very hard or whatever that you put on your note? No, I didn't. Yeah, oh, it, when yeah, you oh, said yeah, the yeah. game was so hard, I just put daddy like in tiny, tiny letters. <laughs> but there isn't like that I'm seeing. There's not like figurines of there's one official Bioshock 2 series 2 ultra deluxe action figure. Big daddy Rosie. And it's $210 on Amazon. Oh, that's what geez. I'm talking about. If somebody wants a Big Daddy Rosie, that's what they gotta pay. There, there is one on Etsy. It's 3D printed. It looks not very big, but you could scale it up for 25 bucks. But normally 30. Painted or no? No, unpainted. It's a, it's a kit. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, yeah. I feel like painting shit is. And where honestly, it's I think ad, bro. Like, I th- that would probably be an easier one to paint. Well, 
before I say that fully. It's easier in the sense that it it's gonna look dirty. Yeah. So you can kind of mask mistakes through weathering. Mm-hmm. Um, I well, here's the thing. I'm about to. Uh, honey, I'm sorry if you're listening to this a long time after this has uh, been recorded and this uh-huh. is where that stemmed from. I'm looking to buy another resin printer because mine is just, it's too old. It, it, it'll, it'll function and it works fine, but it's just, it's so slow. I can't print bigger things. I want to get back into resin edit that printing. out. She don't have yeah. to hear that. No, I'm going to put it in. Um, I did it for you, honey. Uh, <laughs> I want to start, I want to start doing resin printing again because there's i mean hell remember when i did the vv ortner thing and i could not keep up with orders it's there's money in it if i can set the prices right and people will pay especially if you paint them and i would like to keep i would like to start painting but again that goes into my uh lack of time for all the things i want to do yeah so i don't know it's but i i i'm interested but if you have a timeline, you, I, I don't know. Depends on how fast you want it. But I, I do I, want. I'm never in a rush for anything, dude. Um, I definitely want to resin print, and I want to paint stuff again. I am Andrew Ryan, and I'm here to ask you a question: Is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? No, says the man in Washington, it belongs to the poor. No, says the man in the Vatican, it belongs to God. No, says the man in Moscow, it belongs to everyone. I rejected those answers. Instead, I chose something different. I chose the impossible. I chose rapture. You, uh, are you typing notes up or anything? Nope. I'm, I'm shooting from the hip, bro. It's Bioshock, right? Bioshock. I didn't I didn't write a thing. Bioshock is a first-person shooter? Would you call it, it a shooter? I don't it's think a retro-futuristic video game series. I'm still on the I'm still on the Ori page. I need to get back over. Okay, here we go. I'm um, looking right now. I'm we gotta pull a little bit of info on it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like where did you get that? Was that from Steam? Um Bioshock. Uh yes. Bioshock remastered. Bio Bioshock remastered. I want to play the other Bioshock games too, but I don't want to be like welcome back to Bioshock cast cuz like what if you hate the word daddy and you have to listen to three fucking episodes in a row of me saying daddy? <laughs> daddy. But I do want to play the other uh games in the series cuz I've heard Bioshock Infinite was really good. Same, uh, and, and I'm and I'm hoping the issue I had is rectified in farther ones because I think it was just a lack of just like you're on a quest, a lack of direction and, and a way to find where you're supposed to go. Yeah, we'll talk. Don't, right. uh, we'll talk about all that. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm going to add in a note now. Now that you mentioned, it. let me close out. So this while you do while you do stuff. your notes, I'm going to wing this notes one. Notes are done. All right, so welcome back to 321 Backlog, the podcast where we play and discuss games from our video game backlog. My name is Alec, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend James. How you doing, James? Doing pretty good, man. I'm excited. I'm very excited to talk about this game. How are you? 
I'm great. We are talking about Bioshock. Uh, where do we played the remastered version? At least I did. Yeah, I did too. I don't really know why, but I did. That's the one I picked. So a little bit about the game. Uh, Bioshock is a shooter. Unlike any you've ever played. That's what we're going to do. Loaded um, with weapons and tactics never seen. <laughs> so pull, pulling from our Steam page here, Bioshock is a shooter unlike any other, loaded with unique weapons and tactics, complete with an arsenal of revolvers, shotguns, grenade launchers. Players will be forced to genetically modify their DNA to become an even deadlier weapon. Came out in 2007 by 2K Boston, and I believe they also were the publisher for this game as well. Uh, the remastered came out in 2016, which is the version we have played and we'll be talking about today. But uh, as far as I can tell, uh, the game itself, uh, the storyline is is the same. It just kind of got ported in to for a better, uh, better playing experience. Yeah, I think that I, I, there might have been a couple other changes, but I'm not. I feel like they're probably so insignificant. I think they updated it and made it look better. I don't think there was very many. Changes. Yeah, I think mostly it was it was just uh, features like you know. They, they they support 4K resolution in, yeah. in the remastered. So stuff like that. Uh, quality of life, I think, would be a, a good way to uh, to put it. So I think there might have also been like commentary added to it. I remember picking up a couple of these like tape reel things with some commentary on them. Yeah. I tried watching one af- after I beat the game and I just fell asleep. But <laughs> I I was collecting them left and right, but I never played them. I think I played one by mistake. And I don't think I could skip it because I was like, oh, I didn't want to play that. And it just kept talking at me. So, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, it did receive a 80 score from Metacritic. Uh, so it was a very popular game. I, I had this on my radar for a while. And I, over the, over the recent years, have been seeing uh, the, the, you know, the remastered came out. Then they had the Bioshock 2. And then we get into Infinite and all that. And I've always been interested. But whenever I start some of these games, I like to see where they came from. So I wanted to, I wanted to go back and yeah. see where it started. Yeah, well, had you, you had kind of a cool story about how you like you tried to play this game and you just no. Yeah, out. I, I think I, I when we when we teased what we were playing next. I, I'm not a big horror fan in in, in like a media for a media genre. I I don't right. like horror movies games nothing right so i i think the first time i tried playing this when you initially get into the building and i don't remember it the same as i did before so i might have been misremembering a little bit but that's the feeling i got the moment you finally get control of your character after going in this like little elevator into this first building you encounter you come out of this like a elevator type device or you're trying to and there's those spider yeah, and there's this like blood curdling woman screaming, and yeah. it just gave me such like an eerie, creeped out feeling of just like right off the gate. It was like zero to a hundred, like right away. <laughs> and and, she tries to kill you, I think. Too. Yeah, and I and now remembering it was the it was one of the enemies that yeah. couldn't get in the thing. That's where the noises were coming from. That I that I had kind of forgotten that little detail. So. Ah! 
I had written this game off. Um, just noped right out. And and yeah, and then seeing more stuff come out, I'm like, well, it's, it can't be that bad. I'm older now. I could I could handle it. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, I thought all the the NPCs and and, and not NPCs, but the enemies uh, that you encounter, I thought they were like like undead zombie type things. And now I don't quite know. I think they're just like you mess with your DNA enough, you kind of go insane. Kind of. Yeah. So I, I was a little confused um, kind of playing there. I ran into an issue a couple hours into playing where, you know, we, and I mentioned this in our Ori episode, kind of bouncing between two different games. Yep. Something happened in this one and I, I can't, I'm kind of stuck. Um, so I can't really progress any further without restarting entirely. So I, I think I got a good bit of it. I think you ended up finishing the game. Is that is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Okay. So had you played any of the Bioshocks before uh, this little playthrough? I've played this one a tiny bit. I got the Fire Plasmid, and I, I was like, man, this game's pretty good, and then I, I'm never going to play it again. But I think I always tried playing it when it was a time where I wasn't going to be able to sit down and really like actually put the time into playing it. And I didn't, I know a lot of people really like the story of this game and the atmosphere of it. So I didn't want to not give it its fair chance. So I just kind of backlogged it. Yeah. I, uh, just talking about altering the DNA, the, the mechanic in this game of it, it is a shooter and you have, there are weapons, but the altering your DNA bit is kind of, um, you you inject the stuff and it gives you like the ability to like do a, a like a shocking grasp yeah. or a like a fireball from your hand kind of thing. Did uh, uh, outside of the times where the game like made you use them for like different puzzles or something? Uh, did you use it or were, did you favor the, the guns more? I favored the wrench, man. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- dude, I love I love melee in a in a game, but. Yeah, I did use it. There's a lot of points in the game, too, where I think you could get stuff that maybe if you were kind of scrounging for ammo and stuff, you would kind of look for it more. But there was, like, frozen things where you could melt them with the fire plasmid, and yeah. then you would, like, if you melt the ice... This was, like, all over the game, too. Mm-hmm. You melt the ice, and then there'll be ammo or something in it. And you would know that you could do that because you would see part of a gun sticking out or something. So yeah, yeah. I, I did use them, and I especially did the like the one-two punch, where you do the plasmid, and then you go up there and smack them in the head with a wrench. <laughs> I th- I think I I've played so many your classic shooter where the thing that you're shooting is a gun that I I I think just from like familiarity, I favor the gun the most. The shotgun in particular. Oh good, yeah, dude, give me that lady. shotgun. Oh man. I like things personal, dude. I want things to be very personal. So I'm either gonna use the wrench or a shotgun. I think the wrench is the it's there. You you keep the wrench the whole time for like I think backup to be honest for with you. But I I don't think the game is made. It's not optimized to go go wrenching everybody. Well, so there's kind of yeah, man. I think the higher difficulties of this game, I think ammo is pretty scarce. So I think you get to be a, little, a bit of a monkey wrench kind of guy. Yeah. What difficulty did you end up playing on? Dude, I, I'm ashamed. I was on normal for the start of it, and I actually dropped it down just because I think I probably could have done it if I was on my PC. I probably could have done it on normal, no problem. But using a controller, I had to drop it down to easy because I was like, I was, I was like running out of health kits like crazy. And I don't think yeah. I realized you could really explore and get extra. 
because by the end of the game, I had like nine of everything. Like I was like maxed out, but in the beginning, I was, I was still figuring it out, you know, but I, I dropped it down pretty early on. Yeah, even on easy, I encountered one of the uh, the big daddies. We should have a, a daddy counter. Uh, I, I encountered the Mister Bubbles or, or Rosie. Uh, I encountered one of them, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to take this thing on." And I almost got one hit, like one yeah. shot. It was it was pretty rough. So even on easy, uh, you can't really take it for granted. It's uh, it, it it's pretty pretty rough. So there was like one thing I liked about it was that you don't auto use the med kits. That's not even in my notes, but just mentioning that, like if you do encounter one of those and you're almost dead, yeah. they will one shot you. Yeah, I thought it would. I, I misunderstood the health bar. I thought it would just go, oh, you, you know, once you have nine, you'll go down to eight. And nope, that's not you got You got to do it yourself. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a little wake up call. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I did favor the guns. Um, yeah. So, so your favorite weapon was the shotgun? Oh, for sure. I, I definitely I ran out of ammo too often though, which is yeah. kind of frustrating. If I had to pick a favorite gun, it was it was definitely easily the shotgun, especially with like the exploding. You could get exploding ammo yes. for it. Yeah. Yes. What about your? Uh, did you have a plasmid that you preferred? Because you, I think when the game opens up, like in the future, you get a lot more stuff. But did you? Uh, did you have a favorite plasmid? Um. I I think I used them so little that I don't think I had a favorite. I I think I I enjoyed the fire one. I think it functioned. I I believe the lightning one was like a beam of lightning from your hand. Yeah, it was kind of a the, stun effect. Yeah, but the the fire one, you kind of like snap your fingers, I think, and it just appeared wherever you were looking. So it wasn't like you know your traditional like D and D fireball where it like shoots right. from your hand and explodes. It kind of just appeared there. So I think kind of sneaking up on enemies and stuff, and and I, I I think I just liked how that one functioned a little more. Dude, I never used the telekinesis one, like, ever. Yeah, I think I got it, and I tried using it, and I think the controls confused me. It was uh, just, so I, nah. I stopped messing with it. I, I think there was it. one, there was one boss, or I don't even know if they're really bosses, but there was one enemy you had to... I think you had to use the telekinesis. Yeah, they're throwing grenades them. at you, and you have yeah. to open an entrance. But yeah, and that, that took it. me a minute to find out because I was like trying to like jump and shoot at like weird angles. Nothing. Like I actually, had, uh, I, I think I accidentally it. killed that guy initially, and I think he respawned or something. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think I accidentally just like electrocuted and then shot him, <laughs> and didn't even realize what I was supposed to do. But. Yeah. One thing I I did like about this game, and I feel like they've all like really have done a good job. I just sent a picture in the Discord. They kind of show you the setting of it a little bit. Like you can tell it's old timey, but you see the Happy New Year sign. It says nineteen fifty nine, like pretty early on in the game. Yeah. I like that a lot because it's like you know you don't have to like they're not telling you like the year is nineteen fifty nine. Like I want I always say it, and I'm never gonna stop saying it. I just want the game to show you things i don't want to be told anything about the game and i like that i agree did the, you the, in your playthrough ahead. did you have an arrow showing you where to go though that's like i got it that's a question in a lot of the segments of the game did you no i don't think i ever did see that's the one thing i don't remember that being in it when i tried playing it the first time but randomly an arrow would pop up and like point me in the direction and i have no idea why or where it came from or anything but oh, it actually, just... I, th- I think it was when you were on specific quests where there yeah. was a, a, yeah. a, a clearly defined 
uh, location you had to go or a path you had to take. I do remember having it, but I think it was oriented in such a way that it was easily ignorable. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I did notice that. I wasn't like, it It wasn't immersive destroying or immersion destroying or anything, but I did notice that. I thought maybe that was kind of cool. If you could turn it off, I would I would appreciate that maybe. Or if it wasn't on by default. I think being able to toggle it would be nice. Yeah, I, there was a couple things in the game that I really did like, though. I felt like it showed you, it pointed in the direction that you needed to go, especially early on, without telling you. You would see, like, if you go to the dental place, there was a sign in the game that said, like, if you get uh, dental work done, you get a free plasmid, which is insane to think about, right? <laughs> but there was a sign advertising you could get the telekinesis plasmid right, if right. you had a root canal done. Oh, interesting. Which seems like, yeah, that's pretty crazy to me. <laughs> you just yeah, get some so... DNA altering <laughs> injectables if you get dental work done. There's probably a COVID vaccine joke in there somewhere, but we're not gonna get the jab. You'll uh, you'll you'll have magic powers. Steady now. Your genetic code is being rewritten. Just hold on, and everything will be fine. Okay, one thing I, I, I've i on the internet, I've always read the words would you kindly, and I knew it was from a video game or a show. But have you ever read that like in forums or something, people just saying like, would you kindly, and then, but they're saying it like ironically, you know, like they're, they're quoting I, this game, but I you didn't know. I can't say that I have. I've seen it, and another thing is the cake is a lie or something is a lie. I know that's from Portal, but <laughs> oh. I never knew would you kindly was from this game. But I've oh. read it a lot, and I've always thought, like, like, what is that from? And then when the guy says it, he says it over and over again. Can't imagine why he says it so much. But um, that was, like, one thing I was like, oh, yeah, that's where that's from. That's kind of cool. Good internet culture wor worming its way in. That's awesome. No, I I, uh, I did not notice that. I think the only game, or, or it's, I think the only version of that I, I, I see or I'm aware of is, like, the press x or f to doubt or something oh yeah like pay or, respects or f, with f to f. pay respects yeah i see like the man this is tangent cast here but i see a lot of the mandalorian stuff too like that's this is the way or whatever oh i guess that's, it's all over the place but yeah i have spoken what's that from it's mandalorian uh, i know dude yeah, i've never seen it i think man. it was i think it was it was season one or it, yeah i think it was season one he met this uh this little hermit guy um very funky, but he he spoke very odd, kind of like how Yoda spoke, but not exactly, but just in a weird way. And whenever he would have like a definitive, like okay, like this is what, what yoga. this is what it's gonna be, he would say, "I have spoken." Oh, okay, yeah, it, it was like he did. like putting a period at the end of the sentence. Yep, he he died. So, oh man, oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh, no. I was gonna watch it. <laughs> oh man, I was gonna watch it right after this. Would you kindly? Would you kindly get this? Would you kindly find that? Would you kindly find that? Would you kindly find Would you kindly get this? Would you kindly head to Ryan's office and kill the son of a bitch? <laughs> I do like that. So, you're, are you 
we're gonna take a second. Are you putting notes in currently, or was that just? Uh, yeah, I, I was trying to just think of things. I need to read your notes and just look at it. What uh, big daddies? This big daddies. Well, I uh, yeah, big daddies, man. They're everywhere. You can't get away from all them daddies. There's like this scene kind of early on again where you encounter a dead big daddy, and there's just a bunch of uh, the splicers just beating the crap out of it with wrenches and stuff. That to me, like I, I knew at that moment that you can kill a big daddy at some point, but it was cool because they almost initially they seemed like there's no chance in hell that you're going to be able to kill one of them. Yeah, I, I always had the the impression that like the there end was, boss was going to be a big daddy. Yeah, that there was only one. Yeah, I did too, I and so then you see a dead one. Yeah. yeah. Again, I like that the game's kind of showing you like they can actually die. Like there's even just like a regular person apparently can take a big daddy down. Yeah, do, do, is it ever explained what exactly it is? The oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, man. That's what I mean. The game got really good like near the end of it. There's yeah, I, I have a feeling I'm gonna have to actually just go ahead and restart it or watch a. I'll pro, most likely I'll watch a playthrough online because I, I I don't know if it's a glitch, but I just I just got stuck and I can't really continue without redoing everything, and I really yeah. don't want to. I feel like you got kind of far enough though, from what my understanding is. Yeah, kind of you you got far enough to know the, how the game plays and everything. Look at the last uh, the last picture I just posted for you there. I want you to look at that and read that out <laughs> loud for everybody. So you have the option to no, nope, it's not the option. You got to do all the above. <laughs> what is what is this for? That's that's that's, that's the direction this game Be, goes, dude. Become a big daddy. Smell like a big daddy. Sound like a big daddy, or look like a big daddy. No, it's I, not. I, or it's and. And oh, and oh, yeah, you have to, yeah. So, they they explain the process of it later on in the game. There's a part where you have to enlist the help of the little sisters, and you have to kind of become a big daddy. I, it's kind of ambiguous how far you go, but essentially, that armor and everything they're people and they're uh -huh. not volunteers, I guess. It's kind of understood, they're like forced to do this, they protect the little sisters. And they're like human men, I think. Yeah, they're human men. And they like this armor is actually fused in as part of their skin. And they're they're kind of existing to protect them. And also I think carry out some of the tasks other than just killing. I think they actually do some kind of maintenance and stuff too. They're like they apparently they stink really bad. Like they have this terrible smell. And they're they sound like they're just suffering and in pain all the time. So you have like a voice mm -hmm. modulator that changes it, but you do have to, that's way, that's like right near the end of the game. Um, oh, wow. You basically go through the process of becoming one just to get one of the little girls to help you. And it's kind of, it's kind of gnarly, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was, and I think the, the artwork between the, the main big daddy, which I think was Mr. Bubbles and the first little sister you encounter, I thought that's what, that's what led me to like, oh, that's like an undead the little kid already looks like a corpse to begin with. I think they kind of not quite or, are, or they're like infected with something. Because you yeah. could do it. You could do a thing where you could either like remove whatever is infecting them, or oh yeah, harvest it. What did you do? I did a mix. Oh, you're know nasty. Was, you're a bad person. Or I don't know because honestly, because I I was curious. 
Yeah, like, no, dude, I was too, but I googled it. I'm not. <laughs> I watched I a video of someone else with the with the balls to do it. Because I, I don't, I don't, I don't think the game really did a good job. Because you you like encountered an NPC that was like, "Hey, don't mess with the little sisters." Yeah, and they didn't really explain what the heck was going on. So I was like, "Well, I'm gonna." F- it gives me so the option. It, it comes. It comes out with like audio logs and stuff, and just generally later on in the game, you get an idea. So. This atom, which is used to give people power, mm-hmm. is harvested by, I guess, like, they, they plant, like, this slug thing inside. It's, <laughs> oh, it's nasty. They plant, like, this slug thing, and only in girls, it seems like it doesn't work in boys. And it has to be, like, children. What? And then I think it, like, almost uses their body as a host, and it, the byproduct is this atom. Right. And so then they had to use the the big daddies like they they trust them like they like the smell of them like they're just they're they so that's what they trust and then I think they harvest the atom from these little girls and what was your question what are we talking about I I, I think it was just that they didn't they didn't explain they what didn't the explain. heck was going on yeah okay so the, and so then the, I think you land you you can either like put an anti parasitic on them and cure them or you can. Uh, rip the slug out of them basically yeah and harvest more like extra atom uh but you get more if you don't in the long run it's way better to not kill them because you get less atom like like in the moment but it pays off more because i think you get unique plasmids and stuff if you save right. them all so oh interesting yeah yeah i because i i honestly i i guess it didn't explain it enough it was like hey just don't don't do that or or blah 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 and it didn't really help me with that so i was really well, confused there's a, yeah and you've got the one guy being like telling you to kill them because they're not people anymore and then you have the yeah. woman telling you so there's more to that too um that guy is a piece of shit <laughs> so was was the guy was that the guy that we're trying to end up getting to for like the through the transmission no. No, yeah, so that's the guy, yeah, he's your friend in the beginning, and he's telling you, like, how to do all this stuff, and you go to save his family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family's not real. He's actually, like, a ba- like a, a just a bad guy that's plotting to take over the entire city. And he's using you. It's it's deep, man. It's There's a lot to it. Would you kindly is actually a mind control term that he developed for you specifically. Oh, interesting. So... When you, yeah, every time he tells you, "Would you kindly?" You're not acting on free will. You are doing what he's telling you to do because you have to. And then eventually you encounter. Hey, spoilers, guys! This game is really old. Eventually you encounter the guy who created Rapture, and he tells you, "Like, would you kindly kill me?" So then you kill him, and he's trying to prove to you that you don't have free will, but he does because he's telling you to kill me he's not gonna let someone else say like it's time to die or anything like he's telling you to kill him so you kill andrew ryan because he like basically forces you to do it and he keeps saying like uh oh there was a quote he says it during the time that's like a big quote with this game a man makes his own choices or something a man chooses a slave obeys and he's telling you you're the slave he's the man he's having he's making it his own choice to die because he has free will still and, oh, then, okay. and then you become a big daddy <laughs> and the game <laughs> it's a it's a really good story you got to come back you got to go back and play because we're going to play the sequels too so i, yeah, I trust that definitely. you would you kindly finish the game 
oh, oh uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll need to. I, I think I may just need to restart it. Or... <sighs> Play it and stream it to me, or play it, you know, and like yeah. maybe maybe I can give you a little bit of active guidance, and we can it, we can be like a couch go yeah. up kind of. Story. But yeah, we're we're like we said in the last episode, we're gonna we're gonna start breaking it down to just do one game at a time. It'll so, help, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely gonna help manage it, so I'm not bouncing between two different things. I also switched controllers in the middle of it, and I think my key bindings changed. I swear oh, they weird. did. Yeah, yeah, it was real weird. Um, because I vaguely remember like hitting one of the directional pads for like the map, and then now it was like a, a bumper or something. It was it was really strange. Um, oh. Just so you know, in Steam, Steam has like a really really good controller interface. I've learned mm -hmm. where you can basically remap an entire controller to do anything that you want. It's very okay. good. It tells you like it'll show an on screen and say what button is B on your controller, and then you just hit it. Oh, cool. So, yeah, in the future, if you have that problem, next time you plug in. Yeah. It's a really, Steam has done a great job, and I feel like a lot of that stems from the, the Steam Deck, which I highly advocate for anybody with a backlog. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need to get one. Uh, what else? So, would so you I kindly. Would, would you kindly buy me a Steam Deck? <laughs> oh, you gotta oh. do it. Add to cart, check out. <laughs> I've been so, mad. So we, we, we have been talking about spoilers, and yeah. it, it is a game that's had a bunch of iterations already, and I don't think we're going to need to really worry about a spoiler wall like we did with uh, with Stray. And I feel like that's also, uh, that's another part of the evolving format. I'm I, We're talking about this under the assumption that anyone listening either doesn't, in my, in my opinion, either you know the spoilers or you've played the game as well because you, you know, you listened to the last episode. So I'm kind of talking in the assumption that most people have played through it and want to, and want to know what's going on, want to hear a discussion, be part of it, you know? Yeah, I I agree. You know, I've been listening to Adam and Kieran. Shout out to the Good, the Bad, and the Backlog. Great podcast. And almost, almost a hundred percent of the games they have run through, I have not played. Oh, yeah. But I've but I've enjoyed their discussion on it. So it's good. I, yeah, I think I think there are going to be I think there's going to be a good mix because I've I've listened to probably half of their nearly a hundred episodes. Are you cheating? And on I, yeah, um, I I love their accents. You guys, you guys sound great. Um, they probably love ours too. <laughs> uh, no, so I I think there's going to be a mix of. Uh, people yeah. that have played and that haven't. So giving a little context would be good, but uh, just know that there, there are going to be some spoilers. We'll try to just give you that brief heads up. But um, so this this is like set in a like an alt alternate dystopian like 1960s? 1959. 59, okay. Yep. I, I was wondering if maybe that, that New Year had already passed, so put us into the 60s. I think that but... like that was really like when it went downhill. I feel like New Year's right. was just kind of the... the the twist the turn of the so you know you you the game starts out with you coming out of like a plane crash in the ocean and there's just this massive tower poking out of the sea what a coincidence and, yeah of course um so you're in this area purely by happenstance or are you <laughs> or, or are you right so i um i don't know i i think my 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 thoughts in this game initially just were were very different playing through I mean, did you initially think it was going to be a horror game, like like straight up? 
I guess I didn't know what I was really getting. I, I knew it's kind of cool, right? Yeah, the atmosphere was going to be creepy, so I knew it was going to be creepy in some sense, right? Yeah. So I guess I just didn't know to what what flavor of creepiness there was, you know, and and it was still still confusing because I didn't get all the way through the, the story. It was still confusing, kind of figuring out like the the these inhabitants that are like attacking you for no reason were they just people that were living there why don't they attack each other i'm sure they they do at some point because there are corpses everywhere um yeah but also just, why everyone's went insane why do they have like pig masks masks on their face why are I they think that's part of the new year's thing was it was it like a masquerade so. ball or something i believe so yeah that's very strange uh, I think I probably should. Have it also just—it's an excuse for creepy shit. Very true. Yeah, they have like a purge feel. So oh yeah, masks before the purge, hopefully. Yeah, and I guess from and I'm, I'm my my how my brain is constructing this conversation is all over the place, but we were talking about the relationship between the big daddies and the little sisters. So the the yeah. big daddies were there, were like implemented by the city themselves like the city itself yeah to, I think, like maintenance and drilling and all that stuff yeah and, and then and protecting the little sisters because they were, were they put in place for the little sisters or did it just happen to coincide that the little sisters found them comforting so they just said well we have them let's go ahead and pair those up or were they i was think it, it was i think it was uh for the little sisters i believe okay so yeah it was weird and and um the, the little sisters, they kept coming out of these like weird vents. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. What, so what I guess that's how they that? get around so that that w- it's one of the ways they can get around easily because the people in the city are trying to kill them and, and take their Adam from them. Mm-hmm. So they needed a way for the little sisters to be able to get around easily. That's so strange. And it is weird, too, because if you I noticed this and I didn't know why until I looked it up after the game, the big daddies when they're unaccompanied by a little sister because they've already been saved and the big daddies respawn, they'll like walk around and just start banging on that on the little vent thing. Like yeah. they like want them to come out. So I think there's like a little bit of a codependence type thing there too. You know, I, I noticed that and I was cause I saw some and I was like, well where's your little where's your little uh barnacle? You know, where where's the little girl at? <laughs> and I guess I didn't realize that there was a, a respawning aspect to those. Yeah, yeah. I like how they're not they're not really aggressive unless you provoke them yeah. or you get too close to the little sister. That was pretty yeah. cool. I feel like the big daddies are like the the mascot of the series for sure. Oh, definitely. I, I, I ran into a couple instances where some of the the hostile combatants would come through and I'd start shooting them and accidentally clip a big daddy. Yeah. And then they get in the fray, and that was that was rough, dude. I asked you what your favorite plasmid was. Mm-hmm. I have two. It, it, it's separate separate occasions. There's one where you can actually like make a big daddy friendly to you. Oh wow! And it's like this un they, like they'll get lit on fire and they just sort of like burned up and still fighting. <laughs> and then eventually cool. they turn back to a regular big daddy, but they don't immediately go hostile. So. That was pretty cool because then like there's one or a couple parts where it's much more open and you just have like a big daddy protecting you running around and he's huge and he stomps around all the time. The whole screen shakes. Right. And I mean, they just they they can take a punishment. 
And then another one was was bees. <laughs> it's like oh you, the bees. Oh man. Like so I guess that you get it around that time where you do the bee part, but there's actually a bee plasmid you can get and it's kind of like a homing damage over time. It goes from one thing to the next. And early on when you get it, they, they'll stop and it kind of freezes the enemy and they're like swatting at the bees screaming. But eventually it's almost useless because they like everything just shrugs off the bees and they don't really care. But those were my two favorite. I really liked being able to have a, like the assistive, the assistant big daddy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bees were cool. It was really nasty too because the, the image of your hand like just stung up by bees and just like pustules everywhere. It's pretty nasty. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping in the because I I favored the guns because the plasmids swapping those around and all that was I guess slightly more complicated than just swapping between like a pistol or a shotgun to me. Did you have the if you hold it down you can like use a little yeah dial. yeah I I I get that I think I think it was just like slightly weird enough to like they had like talents and things and or like different. I'm trying to say there was like there was like these vending machine things where you could like make adjustments to your abilities. Yeah, yeah. Or buy them. I, or buy them, you know. And I think it was that whole thing. There was something about it that didn't feel, I guess, seamless or intuitive enough. And I can't okay. quite can't quite articulate it, but it, it it just put me off. So I didn't really use them much. So I'm the hoping issue. in games maybe they. It's just, I don't know, maybe a little more seamless on how you get them and how you alter and use them. It was just something about it that, that was off for me. The issue I had initially with the plasmids was like when you can upgrade them, I didn't want to use up that resource because I was like, you know, I was like afraid to spend money basically because I didn't want to, you know, upgrade one and it sucks or or buy a new one and I don't like it. And you also have so many slots. So like what if I upgraded telekinesis because I thought it would be better? And mm-hmm. it never gets better. So I I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of weird. But then as I got kind of further in the game, I had all this Atom and I wasn't spending it. So I just said, like, I'm going to try them, you know, might as well. And I feel like it made the game open and up I, a lot more. I also, I think I checked out uh, slightly mentally when um, uh, I mentioned it on the last episode. I had a lot going on. I think I think when they, the explanation of the Atom, which for those that don't know, was spelled A-D-A-M, like, like the person's name. On what the heck it was, I don't quite, I don't think I fully grasped what Adam is. So I, I was very confused yeah. when it, uh, I went in, I, I would, I would go like to different areas and like, hey, the game would tell me, you don't have the recommended amount of Adam for this area. I'm like, what, what am I supposed to do about that? You know, it was right. very strange. I don't think I quite grasped what that is. I guess it's a res- it I mean, it, it's essentially a uh, currency. I don't know if there's like a biological like, component like, to it, but like, it's a currency. Like, there's vending machines where you buy the atom or you like, spend like, do- like dollars and cents, or are we talking like yep. mana? Like, yeah, a currency like dollars. Okay. And Eve is the mana bar, essentially, which, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's where I was getting confused. Yeah, I think um, Adam is like a resource used in the game. There might be like a literal description or a, a like a more tangible description of what it is, but I, I believe it's it, it is definitely a currency. And in the lore, it might be like genetic code to unlock new plasmids or something. You know? Okay. So 
it but they put, introduced a vending machine thing to allow you a little bit of flexibility with how you play it and what you get okay so yeah i, I think i think what my i'm gonna do uh, bleh, yeah i think what i am gonna do is i'll watch a playthrough and maybe pick up where i left off uh mm-hmm. and then and then get us ready for the next game when whenever we decide to get to it so yeah uh, if you do want to if you just get the itch to play it because i i want to play the other ones at some oh, point for sure uh why don't we stream to, like you stream it or something and it will like i'll kind of watch you play it too because yeah. i feel like that would be kind of cool and then we could further the discussion maybe a little bit just just for the for the fun part of it i don't know yeah definitely i think that'd be a good idea do um, it for me i want to say big daddy to you more we 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 got to get a counter and maybe I, say how many daddies we saw. We'll do it in the edit. You know, you could just yeah. edit up, like count how many, <laughs> and then just disclose it. it at the end. The daddy counter, love it, so, love it, love it. Yeah, there was a a couple. I I feel like we're a little bit disorganized in our discussion here, but that's not new. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. There was another. We we're, when we were talking about Adam and stuff like that. There was another plasmid that I think I either found or I bought, but it lets you heal with a wrench. Like you hit somebody and you steal a little bit of health with the wrench, and I think that might be another reason why I did use the wrench so much because you could just go in and just like bash people's heads in and heal through it. Okay, which was kind of cool. I don't know. I yeah, it's weird, man. I liked the pla- like. I feel like the plasmids are what made the world seem unique. Yeah, and I I think I I got to a max of three of them. I, I think ha- I ended maybe, up with five at the end, five or six. If there was a freezing one, then I got four. But I had the electric, um, the yeah, fire, yeah. the levitating, and I think I might have gotten freeze right before I stopped playing. Yeah, eventually there's you can get it through vending machine things i think there's the bees okay. one and i believe there were a, maybe there had there were a lot of hacking ones I, we got to talk about that did oh, you man, like the I, hacking mini game no Hated i didn't it. i didn't i got a bunch of auto hackers yeah dude i, just, I kept yep. using those or i would pay if I, it wasn't like too much money if yeah. that thing it, if it used it at the beginning if it was like a really difficult hack i would just auto hack it but then eventually I just I'm not I'll pay for it or I'll auto hack it. I didn't care. Money was not a problem in in the easy. I, here here's how how much I didn't like it. I remember the feeling of the first time I did it. I was like this mm-hmm. is terrible. I never did it again. I could not honestly tell you what the hacking mini game looks like or what the what you did anymore. It's the I'll tell I'll tell you because like, um, it was so bad. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm never doing this again. Yeah, it sucked. It was a a pipe of flowing water. Yes, and it's there's that, a, yeah, it, it starts it's, so what is that? fast. Minesweeper. Yeah. Well, I also think like we played with controllers. If you were playing that with a mouse, it might be a little bit more efficient because you can just like imagine if you're in the bottom left of of a eight by eight square of tiles. Getting to the top right takes a lot of movements well, with that's a D-pad. The thing. I, think it, I think it was, yeah, it was, yeah. D, it was D-pad, so you'd have to do either WASD or up, down, left, right on your keyboard, which you might be a little faster, but... I that think was, you can use a mouse. Yeah, that 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 was nuts, because I, 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 I think if it was just the pipes, that would have been fine, but you start you start out with a blank canvas. Yeah. And you you have to flip them over, and you have a chance of flipping over a broken pipe or something, so it's unusable. And yeah. you have to rotate them. It was oh, it was oh, I hated it. I hated it. And there's like plasmid upgrades, like engineering. I think was the segment of it. 
where you could reduce the number of broken pipes or like increase the time and all this. No, just give me that auto hack. I don't care. That component sucked. I like how Skyrim does hacking and stuff where it's like you have a couple lock picks and there's like a little bit of a, but I get it. They were trying to come up with their own version. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I've, We've been playing, my wife and I have been playing uh, in the last couple months, the Hogwarts Legacy. And they, and in that game, you have like a magic spell for unlocking, but there is a mini game that's associated with it. And like even that one, how they handle it is basically like two rotating discs and it works. So it's, it's, it gets kind of sensitive, but it's, it's intuitive. There's not really a time limit. It's fine. The old, uh, some of the Assassin's Creed ones, you know, you do lock picks and there'd be like an image of a key or something. So you can, there's a bunch of ways to do it, but I think how they tried to execute it with Bioshock was not the way to go. I think they were it, trying to make it feel like you're actually hacking kind of instead of just, you know, but I'm moving I, I water it. through pipes. I hate yeah. it. If well, it's, it's Rapture, dude. I don't know. Everything's yeah. steampunk, bro. Come on. But yeah, but I, I, I don't know. When I, when I hear the word hack, Mm-hmm. is different from hearing like unlock right so yeah. i'm thinking computers technology and all that 1959 and have, <laughs> yeah i know but even even then you get you you're getting you, your hack is is connecting two pipes with with fluid that's that's weird that that doesn't that if you if you if you're gonna cite oh that's steampunk that that's that's weak you know Speaking of 1959 and steampunk, there were grenade launchers like turrets in the game, and they were mm-hmm. basically tennis ball shooters. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> oh man, there was one uh, a, a turret that got me real good. Um, it got me, got me real good. Uh, it was like behind a wall, and there was this broken bit of the wall that it was shooting through. Yeah, I, I didn't see it in time, and it it ripped me a new one. The electro bolt plasmid was really good for that because it had a big kind of aoe effect whenever you hit something so it would knock this the turrets out and then you could go smack them with a wrench or hack them which i didn't do ever <laughs> there yeah, was a, a I, I very early the, go ahead sorry i hacked the i hacked the drone once once or twice and that oh, those were God. helpful dude they were helpful if you were playing the game on mute <laughs> they were the most annoying sounding thing I think I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to stay family family friendly here, but I'm getting mad just thinking about it, dude. Yeah, they were just this bad. constant like food sound following you around all the time. <laughs> I hate it. I, it was so it was uh, it was loud. It was annoying. It was like almost headache inducing. I, I didn't like it. So I would just smash them down with a wrench. That's, I think, another thing. The wrench was really seemed like it was really effective on, like, cameras and stuff like that. Yeah. So I would, I would always be wrenching. Always be wrenching. I, I, yeah, I think once I got guns, I rarely went back to the wrench. Um, the camera, oh, my goodness. The, the security cameras that were around, those oh, yeah. got me so much. And every time you get spotted by one, if you're spotted for long enough, it sends the fleet of drones, yep. which are it, like, like no joke, like what, 15 drones will end up showing up? It's a minute straight of just drones. Yeah. yeah. I hated it, dude. I hated it so much that I actually, I think I developed a, my own strategy for dealing with all that. You... You get caught by a camera, smash it with a wrench. That's the solution to everything. But then you've got a minute of drones. So 
shock the drones and run away. They fall on the ground and they'll come back to you, but it'll give you about 15 seconds of nothing because they're yeah. on the ground. Run away, then they have to catch up to you. It gives you a little bit of time. And then get the uh, engineering plasmid DNA changer things where it reduces the time by 30 seconds. Okay. And then there's another one where it makes it so the cameras take longer to call an alarm on you. So oh, you can okay. just, if you hear the noise go off, you have a, I always had enough time to just run up to it and smack it with a wrench. Right. I hate, I, yeah, but it's kind of cool because I feel like that makes sense for that. Like it's, it was, it was kind of, yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, but I usually missed it in, you know, it, like I just, had oh just, yeah, it, but there was, there was the little red, uh, like a little red area that it's it's monitoring, so you would mm -hmm. see that a camera's there and they sometimes yeah. rotate and all that. But I would always miss it and come around the corner, bam, there it is. Yep, I hated that. But you're supposed to hate them. They're supposed to be annoying, so yeah. it's it's okay. Like it's a good mechanic, but I like I've never had such joy smashing something with a wrench. Talking about the turrets and everything, one of the things I don't like with some of these games when they there's like a break in logic and it's either not explained fully or they kind of let you try to connect those dots yourself. And sometimes it doesn't quite connect for me. So the, the, the splicers and things can move around freely and, and yes, it's their living space and all that. They, the turrets don't see them as enemies, right? But right when you come in the room, the turrets themselves know, Oh, yep. That's a bad guy in the eyes of the turret. We got to take him down or the camera knows why does it know? Like, it, is 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 there? I don't know. There's just something there for me that was kind of weird. So, I mean, uh, it's not to me. It's not that far fetched for the this game. I guess there's like there's DNA splicing going on. So maybe the cameras can be assigned to track somebody with this specific DNA. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that something like that. I mean, they the citizens are bad to you, but they live there. And Andrew Ryan, the guy that runs the city, has said multiple times like he's trying to like stop you. He's like sick. He has sent the splicers after you. So yeah, maybe that's is, it. Which is which is yeah. That's just so weird because um, that, that that all makes sense. But it's so weird that in the storyline he's like so after you. You just you crashed. It was a plane crash, and you're like trying to get shelter well, effectively you know maybe <laughs> so okay we're gonna get into the the big twist a little bit more i know we already talked i talked a little bit about it uh the plane didn't crash man it was brought down you are an assassin really? for the guy that runs the city made by the guy that's telling you to like that's helping you supposedly he raised you as a child with mind control stuff to assassinate the guy that runs the city like what? he's like doing the long con yeah dude the plot twist Mind got me blown. it got me dude i i feel like i see stuff coming from a mile away and i like my head exploded like it got smashed in with a wrench when all that like when i was like it was it was crazy to me yeah so that's the thing you're that's why he doesn't like you that's why your plane happened to and he even says like in the monologue he was like you know did you happen to get brought down here like was it you know, did it just like you got lucky enough to crash right on top of my city? I don't think so. You know, wow, pretty cool, pretty crazy. I think that's like, I think oh, that no, no, alone, I, no, I gotta finish it. Yeah, dude, I think oh. that alone is what made 
because the rest of the game wasn't like insane you know it wasn't like yeah. that that crazy original so then so then then what do the next games do oh man i'm already going that down that rabbit hole i think bioshock one is like uh almost like a different version of rapture like i think it's in the sky i'm sorry bioshock infinite i think is like in the sky it's like a different entirely everything bioshock 2 i think it's like uh we're going back to rapture after all this happened because it's not explicitly stated that like rapture imploded or sunk or anything so i think that's what happens in the second one and third one it wasn't it wasn't sunk it wasn't rapture like built underground on purpose Uh, under yeah it was built in the ocean on purpose um so i don't think it i don't think it fully exploded or imploded or whatever kind of underwater stuff occurs i'm not a physicist i don't think it fully (laughs) happened like that at the end i think you just get out i believe i don't know we'll find out in the second game because i think the second game is a direct sequel okay but the third one is kind of a standalone man that's wild yeah pretty crazy right like huh it definitely surprised me and then the last boss of the game is the guy that's been helping you the whole time. He just like takes a bunch of Adam and becomes like this almost like godlike floating being who has access to like a bunch of different like plasmid type things. And you have this big daddy suit on and you're this big clinking like gigantic thing and you have to take him on. Oh, okay. Yeah, Damn. So, I'm, yeah, I'm really upset. That you, I oh, I'm really upset. Did I ruin game. it? <laughs> no, I I I'm usually okay with spoilers and stuff, but I think I think because I, I'm kind of operating off of like the game in my yeah. eyes kind of glitched for me, so it's like I couldn't I couldn't continue due to a, a gaming issue. Right. So it's a little frustrating. It's not like I got frustrated and like stopped. I I stopped because I couldn't put the extra time to sit there and try to fix it. Yeah. And oh man, that's so cool. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I feel I'm so I'm sorry. I, w- I wish you could have experienced it. This is when I wish we could have like, like couch co op played it kind of thing. Yeah, you know, even like you know, but and then there's multiple endings for it too, depending on what you do to the little sisters. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they're not crazy different, but I guess the if you save all of them, that that's the canon ending. Okay. From what I looked into, I watched the other endings as well. They're just not they're not a good happy ending kind of thing. Right. But interesting. You'll see all that and more when you finish it. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh man. There was I, I saw you had sound quality in your note, and I really want to talk about it because what what I want to know what you have to I like I know wanna know what you gotta say about that. Well no, I I uh I would, just as a side note, that was me trying to come up with just something to talk about, but I'll also about <laughs> a, a general like we should for like the beginning of the episodes, we should probably be like you know how did the game function and stuff and okay. little, little and, and like so yeah with with the sound quality, I uh, I thought it was good. Um, I hated it. <laughs> it de- well okay so quality itself, I I think it was here nor there the sounds to enhance the atmosphere of the game being creepy and underwater and 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 all the weird sounds that the uh, splicers made and all that was good i think it was pretty run-of-the-mill banter yeah the 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 uh the, the 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 turrets being frustrating was 
you know that that was that was not great but uh, i think the sound enhanced the atmosphere of the game is where i'd I say it enhanced at. the atmosphere there was like even a scene a part where you're you hear like a whale yeah and you look up and there's a whale swimming above <laughs> you in one of the little tunnels but I got so sick of hearing like these 1959 hoity-toity people talking and they're like just constant noise, but they're not around. And it didn't feel like it was like, it didn't feel like it was well optimized. Like you couldn't tell if they were closer to you or further away. I got you. I you got would just you. hear like somebody yelling something very proper at you all the time. It was almost like, yeah just destructive to listen to i think it 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 translated to me because i did wear headphones for this did you were you on the steam deck i played everything like i played steam deck i played a little bit on my actual pc i played some in front of the tv and then i played some with headphones in like right so i i yeah i think the steam deck audio with headphones was probably like a little bit worse Mm mm-hmm Playing on the TV, I think I had like better sound in general. But... Right. So yeah, I played mostly with headphones. So I, I don't know. I, I, I guess it it translated to me a bit being kind of a little chaotic on purpose because I think were, it was supposed some, to. And like the yeah. the wharf specifically, like the, I, I think at one point in the wharf docking area, there was maybe like fifteen combatants. So like they were all interspersed or like around there, right? So it was it was pretty chaotic. So. Um, I think that's probably what it translated to me. Um, it was intentional, but you know, yeah, it was. I liked. The, I think they did a good job creating. Like it was a semi-linear game, and yep. it worked really well with the environment because you're underwater. So you're like the claustrophobic feel makes really mm-hmm. good sense. They did a good job utilizing that claustrophobia in the setting as well, like while maintaining a sense of linearity. It, it an open world game in that setting would feel really dumb. Yeah, it it yeah. I don't know if they could do Bioshock how they have it now, as far as with Rapture and everything being open world. I don't think it would work. I think maybe the third one is probably... I feel like that one came out in the era where every game had to be open world and expansive. Right. But again, I think it takes place like in the sky, and I think that mm. will work out okay. Is it just a different city, or is it like a complete reimagining of Bioshock? I think it's a different city entirely. Maybe the okay. same concept of like you can do whatever... You know, there's like less government intervention and stuff. Right. It's like the... Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> There was a couple things too. I I just I liked. I don't know if you caught this very often, but there were times where the shadows of the enemies were like ever present, and you could see like you could utilize the shadows to your advantage. The lighting effects of the game were top top notch, especially for the time. But I thought that was good. Yeah, I'd say the the lighting and graphics were better than the sound. Yeah, <laughs> you know, as a, as, I, a, as I'm a trying to. Yeah, I wish I could think of like a quote that the woman said. Like, I feel like there was like a woman specifically that would just constantly be yelling something at me, very nanny like, and it would get so annoying. And then there was another part where this guy would like kept singing the like, Jesus loves me, yes, I know, for the Bible (laughs) tells me so. And I I heard it like 4,000 times. (laughs) That's amazing. But I know it's also like that's like I you shot Marcelo. Like how many times did we hear that when we used to play? 
<laughs> so like there's a limitation there's only so many quotes in a game oh my god but that's, that's we so used to cool. play the crap out of that what, what was that rainbow six vegas but yeah, yeah that like there's only so many voice lines that can play but what if was, you're in what? one area and you hear the same thing like over and over and over and over and over what was and over what and was over. the what was the one where they shouted grenade Granada. yeah there's also like another thing. Uh, I, this is very irrelevant. I know we got to wrap it up soon, but I think every Tom Clancy game has the same character in it. There's like a guy in it that's in every single game. I heard this somewhere. It's irrelevant. I'm sorry. We'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, I Lord. I played. I told you I played a little bit on the. You played only on the like with a controller. Yeah. Man, it's crazy how much uh, easier this game felt using a mouse and keyboard. It was really wild. Oh, dude. When I, there were parts that I replayed and I didn't even, I think the whole game was balanced, felt like it was balanced around PC, at least because I was playing a PC version with a controller and so were you. But maybe there would have been more present auto aim or something on the like Xbox console back in the day. True, true. I don't know. But yeah, the game just felt way, it was easier to dodge everything too on a mouse and keyboard but one thing if anybody ever plays this on steam deck it was crazy how optimized this game was i i could play for four hours on the steam deck with the battery at 60 frames max settings which is just crazy that is pretty wild i i mean i don't think a laptop battery would even last that long but (laughs) no my mine unplugged my my laptop lasts about an hour when I'm running games. Well, that's yeah, I, I I believe that. That's laptops in general. They're supposed to be portable, but they're really just small computers. Was there anything else you want to add? I know we got to wrap. We should wrap it no, up. No, I, I don't think so. Of... I think um, I, I at least for me, I'm I'm sure you probably feel the same way. You we would recommend this game. Um, it's a yeah. play. I my 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 issue is a little extenuating circumstances, so my my playtime got cut short. But I I definitely would still recommend it. It was it was a good game. I definitely think it's. Uh, at least I'm hoping it's leading into a really good series that I haven't played before. So I'm I'm hoping to get to finish out the story or at least experience it some way, and then hopefully set us up for uh, the next set in the series uh, and just keep going. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, either way, I'm gonna definitely play through. I've heard the second one isn't. It's like a different studio makes it, I think. So it wasn't as highly. It still has good reviews and everything, but I don't think it had the charm necessarily. I think it's more gameplay, less intriguing thought type of thing. But I'm looking forward to playing the other ones of it. We'll we'll put some time in between because it's not the Bioshock podcast. But one thing I wanted to I I said the a man what what the heck was it? There was another quote. I know I said the other one before that was like a big thing, but. A man chooses, a slave obeys. There was another one that I thought was cool. I saw it on a loading screen. It was from Andrew Ryan, the guy that created the Rapture. It mm-hmm. was it wasn't impossible to build a city under the ocean. It was impossible to build Rapture anywhere else. Okay. And yeah, that's pretty true. Like you know, a city like that in any it, like you know in 1959, you there's no way you could do that in like New York City. But like yeah, you go out in the middle of the ocean. That sounds impossible to build a city out there, but what's really impossible is to build that city anywhere else. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty I cool. thought it was kind of a neat thing, but I like that. That's that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. To build a city at the bottom of the sea, insanity. But where else could we be free from the clutching hand of the parasites? 
Where else could we build an economy that they would not try to control, a society that they would not try to destroy? It was not impossible to build rapture at the bottom of the sea. It was impossible to build it anywhere else. A bit of a format change. So normally what we've been doing since we started was every other episode we would come each with a game that we would announce and we would play both of those and then we would record and that's looking to be a bit chaotic for us. So me especially, that's what happened with uh, both Ori and Bioshock is I was trying to juggle two and life got in the way and that's that's a lot, right? And it took away a lot of the enjoyment. So I think what we're going to be doing is now at the end of each episode we're going to announce the next game and the next game alone um but we'll still be alternating so you'll bring one from your backlog and then i'll bring one from my backlog and if they sync up great but we'll both play those games as we have been but we'll just be tackling one game at a time so we can hopefully come in with um you know really genuine lively discussion right afterwards my game is a secret so my game. Uh, that, <laughs> I haven't figured would... it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's going to be my turn. Now, Bioshock was mine. Um, so I guess I'll be doubling up on my selection. That's okay. Um, yeah. But I know it's a game that you and I both have been looking forward to. And I don't know if it was already on yours, but it was already on my backlog. It was not um, on mine. No. Okay. So so it is going to be one that I'm bringing to the, to the table. So uh, it's going to be Death Stranding. At the time of us recording this, it had just uh, hit the Epic Game Store as one of their free games of the week. So we actually uh, hopped on there, both grabbed it, and it worked out. Because I actually didn't own this game ahead of time, but it was one of those, because I'm real bad about like buying a game. If if I'm going to buy it, I'm going to play it. So right. it's hard for me to spend that money. So, um, But it was free, so this is great. So I'm getting one that was already on my backlog that I just hadn't gotten to purchase yet. So it was more of a wish list item. So yeah, we're gonna run through that, and I think the playtime was. We're gonna walk through that. Twenty plus hours, dude. It's like thirty, man. And okay. uh, yeah, it's we're gonna we're not gonna run through it, man. We're gonna walk through okay. it, and you'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, th- there's a good chance this will be th- this that episode might be a little longer. We're you know formatting is still new for us, so definitely leave us some comments. Give us some feedback. We're we're really in the stage of our little project here where we need that feedback. Um, so please Absolutely. let us know. Um, but with that, that's going to wrap us up for our uh, discussion on Bioshock. Uh, thanks for listening. Y'all have a good one. Catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening. That wraps up our discussion for Bioshock Remastered. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know with a thumbs up, comment, or sharing with your friends and family. If you're able to do so, play along with us. We'll post upcoming games to our social media and what games are up next at the end of each episode. Our next game is Death Stranding. This has been 321 Backlog by Alec L. and James T. Our show music is Liftoff by Amy Waters. You can find this song and more of their work at amywaters.bandcamp.com. You can connect with us on any of our social media pages and by sending us an email at 321backlog at gmail.com. Until next time.